Boosting the Drive to Achieve. This is the second podcast of two from Integrity Solutions on Driving Stronger Performance. I'm Michael Terrell. We pick up in this follow-on podcast with more of our conversation with Integrity Solutions CEO Mike Esterday. The earlier podcast discussed why performance is more important today than ever and how training can shape stronger performance. Mike Esterday has a long history of helping organizations address performance challenges. Our focus in this podcast is on what you can do now to boost your performance and that of your teams. But first, let's hear from Mike Esterday again about some key drivers of performance, especially the value of the so-called soft skills. I've asked a question of leaders around the world for many years, and it's a question that goes like this. When you think of your top performing people, what percent of their success do you believe is due to their technical skills and knowledge versus their attitude, passion, values, and achievement drive? So if you think of those two big buckets, and I've asked that hundreds and hundreds of times, and I've never had a group say that less than 50% of people's success is due to that soft stuff, the attitude and achievement drive. And usually they say it's 75, 80, 85%. So if that's true, and we believe that is true, the question becomes, why doesn't more training address that? And I guess part of it is that that soft stuff is hard. It's a lot easier to tell people what to do, to learn product information, techniques, what to say, manage numbers and activities. And it's tougher to get at people's attitude and achievement drive. So I'd say one of the things that's missing in training is that it's addressing those critical issues that can be the turbocharger for most people's success. Also in the first podcast on this topic, Boosting Performance and Achievement Drive, Mike Esterday elaborated on the role of beliefs in driving performance. Uh, For example, if we had a flip chart here or a whiteboard and we put an X in the middle and the X represents me or you or our people, and we put some dots around that in a circle, and the dots represent our beliefs. And these are hundreds of things we've developed over a lifetime. Our successes, our failures, what people said about us, what we learned from others. And these might be things like, these are the kind of customers I can call on if I'm in sales. This is how much money I think I can make. This is the level of success I think I can perform on. This if we could connect those dots together and form a circle, that's what we might think of as the area of the possible. That's our comfort zone. And all of our actions, our feelings, our behaviors, and even our abilities are bounded by that area. And most people perform on the level they believe they should be performing on. So we think that all growth, whether it's personal or corporate, begins with expanding those mental paradigms. It's stretching that area of the possible. And that's where training and managers coaching can really come in to help people believe that they can step out in that new area and then put a process in place to help them succeed and therefore think that they can perform at those higher levels. We pick up now to explore specifics for driving stronger performance. Mike Esterday with specific to-dos to make a difference right now for your performance and the performance of your teams. I think there's several key things people can do. Number one is to have clear goals. Uh, We've been doing some research over the past four years globally, and we've currently got about 25,000 participants that have scored themselves on 18 different success traits. And it's been interesting because the lowest one globally 
almost every industry in every country is goal clarity. Most people don't have a clear sense of what they're doing uh, in their job and a goal clarity short term and long term. So one thing around that you can do is teach you a simple goal achievement system. A five step one that, that we see groups use is number one, define objectives. What do you want to accomplish? Uh, number two is plan the strategy. And these are the activities, the various steps you've got to take uh, to achieve that objective. Number three is build belief. Uh, that's visualizing, achieving the goal. It's painting a picture of what the future will look like. Uh, and number four is developing strengths. A strengths might be shifting an attitude, developing a new habit, uh, a skill that you've got to develop, or maybe some specialized knowledge that we need to learn. Uh, number five is kind of a catch-all, and that's managing progress. So along the way, reviewing progress, where am I, revising if necessary, and continuing to revise until we achieve the goal. Maybe it's setting a new goal. Maybe it's unrealistically high or unrealistically low, uh, and maybe it's setting a new goal. But those five steps uh, tend to work very well for individuals and companies. Number two is creating a supportive environment. Most people don't shift their behavior and improve their performance just on their own. So putting together like-minded team members, uh, peers, developing mentors and uh, coaches can be a real key thing. Uh, having people associate then with people who will support their goals and encourage them to share goals with people who will be supportive. Uh, we challenge uh, folks to find one or two people who are performing on a level they'd like to be performing on and then go ask for their advice. And it's been interesting over the years, we see that People that are performing at a higher level, they tend to want to share what they're doing. Uh, they like to share that and, and help others succeed. So clear goals, have a supportive environment. A third thing is how the managers coach people. It's a mindset of seeing people performing at a higher level and seeing more in them than they see in themselves. Uh, it's helping them set stretch goals that are realistic but yet expanding their paradigms. It's out, outside that circle we talked about. Uh, it's talking to them about how committed they are or excited to reach those goals. It's encouraging them to focus on not just the goal, but the rewards that they'll receive when they achieve the goal instead of focusing on the obstacles. Uh, it's helping them clearly understand the activities necessary to reach the goal. Some people know what they need to do. They're just not doing it. Others just don't know what to do. Uh, it's asking them questions like, what activities are you not doing now that if you did them might help you reach your goals? So not just telling people what to do, but discovery learning, asking them what they can do. And a lot of people know uh, what they should be doing. And it's communicating your belief that these goals can be achieved. Uh, an activity that we've used often is we call a strength card activity. And simply taking a little index card and having a manager think of a person that they coach and writing down on one side this statement, a strength I see in the person is blank and fill in that blank. So thinking about a strength that you see and then whenever you see that strength, point it out. Talk about it, compliment them, point it out. And guess what you get? You get more of that strength. Then on the back side of that card, put an area that you'd like to see them develop in, an area that they could get better at. 
and write a statement like this. A strength I'd like to see more of in blank is blank. And then whenever you see that, even the glimmer of them doing that activity or exhibiting that attitude, point it out, compliment them, and you'll get more of that too. It really is, Michael, about purpose, passion, and when you combine those two together, it tends to get more performance. When people clearly understand the purpose of their job, it releases passion, which then increases the activities that are necessary to improve performance. Uh, like we talked about at the beginning, change is going to continue. That's a given. There will be more competitors. Even if we have uh, an excellent product or service right now, others are trying to come beat us. And the workforce is going to continue to change. So the one constant is how well our people perform. So right now, the biggest competitive advantage people have is the performance of their people. So if they can teach them not just product knowledge and techniques, but help get in their head and expand that 50 to 85% we talked about, that achievement drive and attitude, uh, that can make all the difference. That can be the competitive edge. Integrity Solutions CEO Mike Esterday in the second of two podcasts on driving stronger performance and specifically igniting a stronger achievement drive. The first of these two podcasts is also available at IntegritySolutions.com. You've been listening to a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell.